everyone. I'm your host, Florence Bremer. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a weekly podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for over 21 years, and throughout my practice, I struggled day by day to find balance between my work life and my personal life. This week's podcast, I'm going to talk about rainy days, particularly rainy weekends, because um, we just had something very unusual in Arizona, a very, very rainy weekend. We have not had barely any rain in the last year. I've been in this house um, almost a year, uh, 10 months, just about, and um, I can count on one hand the times that it have rained. We had a really, really light monsoon. Maybe it rained a couple of times then, maybe a couple of times in the spring. We didn't have, sometimes November can be kind of rainy. Um, we didn't have that. And then just suddenly we've had like five days where it's been raining. The nice thing about this rain is that it hasn't been unrelenting. It seems like it's been raining a lot during the night. And then when you wake up, you're having these days that have these great, big, beautiful um, white clouds and gray clouds, the great, big, puffy ones, and... Um, sunlight coming through the clouds. It's been amazing skies and things are, and with the rain, it's felt like a little bit fresher, kind of cold. Actually, it's cooled things down. Um, we were, it was starting to get kind of warm here because we hadn't had any sort of a winter. We were having days where it was like getting up to 80 in January which is a little scary because then what, you know, what's it going to be during the summer, 155 degrees. So it's always nice when it cools down and you have um, days that are more wintry. I know that um, other places are dealing with snow and, and cold weather and we don't have that, but um, it's, it's cooler for sure. So I wanted to talk about rainy weekends, and you can apply this to um, snowy weekends as well. I've noticed from my stats that I have people listening on the East Coast and the Midwest, and I thank you for listening. It is um, very, very heartwarming to me that people have found my podcast, and I hope it helps. So anyways, um, I think I think I say this a lot in my podcast. I start off, I go, this is going to be a short podcast, but I think this one's going to be short because it's just sort of a to-do list of what you can do on a rainy or a snowy weekend. I think you could also apply this in just a weekend where maybe you don't have a lot going on. So one thing is to just plan something and plan something for another time. It can be a vacation. I have always been a huge fan of planning vacations. Like planning vacations 
was always a very big stress reliever for me. So for this last year when there was no vacations really, to not have that little bit of extra something um, was a big bummer for me. Just looking at hotels and maybe researching some restaurants in the area or museums and things to do and finding my flights and trying to find those perfect you know times when you're not getting up too late and you're um, or when you're not getting up too early and um, in, in finding the good prices, you know, all of that can be like very satisfying and to not have it, it, it stinks. So maybe plan something on a weekend like that. Maybe it's a trip, maybe it's a road trip, maybe it's just a, a weekend where you like really, really get scheduled where it's like, okay, at, you know, this time, I'm going to have my brother come over and we're going to do board games for two hours and then we'll go to lunch or then I'll make lunch and just have it be really structured so it feels like you're planning a bit of vacation without planning it so much. Another thing is to work on a small work project, just something small. If it's a, um, I'm going to use my own example, but say like a transcript I can read or cleaning up some emails or going through um, a brief, um, editing something, like all of that can be great. Another thing is maybe consider an additional new project. Something I've been tossing around, and I've been tossing this idea around forever, has been um, writing some sort of book or maybe even an extended article sort of based on what I do in my podcast. At some point, I realized in my podcast, I have a lot of content in there. So maybe what it it sort of occurred to me in the last few weeks, if I went through my podcast, and at this point, if you can believe it, I have probably, it's been almost three years. So I have probably 120 podcasts a few weekends that I missed or replayed a podcast, but for the most part, I have new content every weekend. And I think I could turn that into something one day, but it's going to take some time to go through it. If I would have had some more time this weekend, this weekend actually ended up being very busy for such a rainy weekend, but starting to go through the podcast and pull things out and write them and change them into articles or chapters, that's something doable. And you may have something like that too. Like you may have just had, you know, your calendar may be very, very chock full of interesting things. And maybe you can turn that into an article or something that you worked on that was very interesting, maybe a little article there. So, um, you know, a small project that like that may be good for a rainy weekend. Number three will not be a surprise to anyone who knows my podcast because I probably have it in most of my relaxation type list, and that's read. And I finally, this weekend, actually felt like a good weekend to read. And I got through a couple of books that I had been reading, finished them, and then started new ones. And I was going to talk about the books that I'm reading at the end of the podcast, but I'll throw that in here now. A couple of recommendations if you're looking for something to read. I started reading, I got it for my daughter for Christmas. It's called I Want to Be Where the Normal People Are by Rachel Bloom. She is the 
artist who created the show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, one of my um, all-time favorite shows, and the songs in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend are, are just amazing, and that show was really, really, really fun and interesting, and she wrote a book, and she has a really good voice. I um, bought it for my daughter. I didn't know if I was really planning on reading it, but my daughter read it and she said, you would really like this book. Like, it's really, really funny. And I started reading it, I think this morning, and I'm about halfway through it, just kind of picking it up here and there because it's something that, it's not a slog at all. If you're ever reading something and it's a bit of a slog you uh, and you keep setting it back down, this isn't like that. I've wanted to go back to it several times today. And I've also started reading in the last couple of day, the days, The Promised Land by Barack Obama. He is one of the best writers ever. I had read his previous books, and um, his writing is just so, I can't explain it. It's not simple, cause it's, but it's like plain speaking. Um, I think the things that made him such a great speaker make him a wonderful writer as well. And um, I'm also reading, rereading Taming of the Shrew by Shakespeare. And there's some books that came out, they're called No Fear Shakespeare. If you've ever were interested in reading Shakespeare or ever liked reading Shakespeare, pick up one of these. On the right side of the page is plain language. On the left side of the page is the Shakespearean prose and you can see it side by side because I I will admit it it is difficult for me to sometimes understand what it is in the um in the Shakespeare plays and some I've read enough in school that when I read them I know but some of the other ones um are just very very difficult so it's um a lot of fun to just read a passage on the left in the prose and then go over to the right and just read it in plain language because there is just some words that um, you're not familiar with in the day-to-day -day. now you know in the 1500s it probably was much more common now they're not and when there's a reference to something that you wouldn't know they'll give you a little definition of it as well okay so that's reading I also used this weekend and caught up on my magazines. Over this last week, all of a sudden, these new all these new magazines were coming in in the last few days, and I was having a little bit of a pile up, and really got through a lot of them. Um, another thing to do, although this may not be too fun, is to look at your budget. So, especially now this time of year, we're a month past the holidays. And like, for example, <laughs> I got my American Express bill and there was things from Christmas time and my thought was, ouch. Um, so it really is a good time to rethink your budget a bit and also get ready for tax season. Usually by this time of year, I've turned over most of my tax information to my CPA. She gives me this tax planner to fill out. But I haven't received it yet. I think that she um, probably needs to wait because of the um, because of the um, 
new tax laws. I'm not sure. I actually probably should follow up with her on that. And um, I like to have my things in very, very early to my um, CPA so I can just be done with it. Because um, that's the other thing, too. You may have a tax payment that you need to make, and this is the time of year where it will be due, so you don't want to have that big shock. So rethinking your budget is a good thing as well. Seeing a movie as a group, I wanted so bad this weekend to, I know this is available in Arizona, and I'm not sure where, if it is available in other places, but um, Harkins Theater and AMC Theater is still having the thing where you can rent out the whole theater for um, anywhere from 100 to 150 and I so much wanted to do it this weekend, but the times didn't work. I think other people are catching on to it. So I'm going to try to get my act together early this week and actually do it next week. And um, But if I would have gotten that together, that would have been a great rainy day thing to do. Um, because, you know, you if you can't do anything outside and you can do things inside and, and hang out, that would be great. Um, maybe have another thing to do on a rainy day is maybe cook something fun or have somebody over for lunch. I actually had my brother and his significant other over for lunch on Saturday. And um, my niece and my nephew came too. But the, it was actually something that was planned in advance, but it worked really nice for the um, for it being a rainy day. So uh, for my brother's Christmas gift, I booked him a massage, his significant other, myself. <laughs> this really wasn't a Christmas present to him. Myself and then my husband, and that was a little gift for him too. Um, a massage with one therapist. We did it one after in one after the other and um, then all met back at my house so it was really cool and I took the first one and then in something that made my massage well my massage itself was relaxing but what I did afterwards not so much relaxing I ran to the store and I just got the most fun food you could ever imagine I wanted to like I wasn't in the mood to do a giant buffet or do a lot of cooking. I just got done doing that, you know, a month ago for Christmas. And so I wasn't up for that, obviously. And my brother's been um, really, really good, like working out. He lost a bunch of weight. He's been eating um, very healthy. So I didn't want to sabotage him too by doing what I would usually do for a party, which is, a, you know, a bunch of pasta and a pizza, probably <laughs> like Italian. That's where I seem to go when I, when I cook for a group. So I didn't want to do that. And I was like, what do I do? I was thinking, do I do salads? Like, what do I do? So finally, what I decided to do was a sandwich board where I laid out meats, cheeses. I also did, um, a cheese board. I put out olives and pickles, did a veggie tray and a fruit tray. And I got really, really good breads and some really good mustards. Just so fun, you know. And um, then he came over and I spread it all out and made it look pretty. And here's another secret I'll give you. Like when you're getting 
jars of olives and jars of pickles, if you get a little pretty tray, and there's a million things that you can have. I used to have this crystal one that I loved, and it broke um, a um, couple of months ago. I have uh, this travertine tile in the kitchen, and anything glass that hits it, it's gone. And so it slid out of the cabinet and broke. And so now I replaced it with my daughter gave me a West Elm gift card. And a couple of months ago, they had some things on sale. And I got just these little, um, my mom always called them relish trays, but little relish trays. And this time I got them in wood, <laughs> so they won't break on the ground. And I have a big one and then a, like two tiny ones. And they're great for um, pickles and peppers and olives and all of that good stuff. So it was, I don't even want to say it was easy because it was kind of a lot of work, but it was not me standing over the stove and that was always great. Another thing you can do is just call someone. Call someone you haven't heard from in a while. Send them a long email. Just reach out. Send them a card. Oh my gosh, when I get a um, written card, it is the coolest thing ever. I'm going to tell you what I did last month. Um, I was rereading Little Women. And after a year of just everything being crazy with the whole world, going back into something like Little Women was um, very calming. And in it was a copy of Little Women that my daughter got at Goodwill, like a beautiful old copy. And in the, on the first page, someone wrote their name and their address. And so I wrote them a card and said, um, this card probably will not get to you. Um, but I have a copy of your book from, and it had a year, I think it was like 1987. And, um, I just wanted to let you know how much I enjoyed it, enjoyed it. Thank you for taking good care of this book. And, and so now the next thing I'm going to say is anticlimactic. The card came back, undeliverable. <laughs> I mean, it's it's been 30 years, 35 years. So, of course, the card probably wasn't going to get to the person. But I just had a little fun with it just to see if the card would actually get to someone. And I just love sending paper cards anyways. On Friday, I had to go to court and there's a hallmark nearby. So my little treat after running to the court was I went and got, um, um, I went and got some cards at Hallmark. I went and did my um, Valentine's Day cards. I know it's a little early, but it'll be here in a couple of weeks, so I felt I might as well get that out of the way. And my mom's birthday is in March, and so I got her a card as well. And um, my daughter's anniversary, her wedding anniversary is Monday, her first wedding anniversary. And um, it's a bit of a bummer for her because last year when she got married, it was before everything happened. I don't know if you can tell in my podcast, I'm having a really hard time I like choke on these words, um, saying when I'm going to spell it. Cause I can't even, I can't even say these words anymore. When C O V I D hit, I mean, I read that and 
say it and hear it probably 10 to 20 times a day. And I'm, I'm just so sick of hearing it. I'm <laughs> just looking forward to getting back to a regular life. I will say this, I've had a couple of things in my readings that I've been doing where you realize this is happening, but it's not the first time like something like this has happened and the world has gotten back to normal. Um, I'm reading, still reading the book on Alexander Hamilton. They went through a plague. I believe it was the yellow fever. Um, so I'm reading Shakespeare and it... Um, has the book has background about him he lived through a plague and um you know what there was another one. Oh, when i was reading little women um there was um scarlet fever going around and there's been different illnesses and people get past it the world gets past it and and we're able to to see our friends and family again so i know so much has happened but prayers to everyone and, and hope that we get out of this sooner rather than later. Anyways, my daughter got married a year ago. And a year ago, we were all in Vegas together. We were um, walking around casinos, um, going dancing, all together in hotel rooms, walking down the strip, um, went to a buffet. And, you know, we had a private room, but we would go out to the actual buffet and, and grab our food and come back to our room. And it's just like a couple of weeks later, just all was gone. Um, so anyways, so she's having a, a bit of a rough time. All right, get back to my list. Um, oh, so my point was I got her an anniversary card at Hallmark. Um, my one of my favorite things to do is just drink hot tea or coffee. I've been sticking to hot coffee in the mornings mostly, but then as the day goes on, I sort of lose my taste for coffee where, I don't know, I can't explain it. Just a coffee tastes good, but it kind of gives you that bitter aftertaste, that like coffee breath. And I don't want to have to deal with it all day. And um, tea, all throughout the day is just lovely. So um, drink hot tea and drink coffee. I've been doing that all weekend. Um, another thing to do is clean and organize, clean and or organize something. On Friday, I came home. I knew it was going to be a rainy weekend. I have a desk in my kitchen and the, the main drawer, it was in embarrassingly embarrassingly full every time I opened the drawer things would pop out of it and um, there would just be all this crap everywhere so I just sat down at the desk on Friday I took everything out of the drawer I had a huge pile of garbage <laughs> I was I, no one knew what I was doing you know it wasn't like this was on public display but I was embarrassed for myself but after I got done with it, it felt really, really good. I also um, realized my kitchen just felt today. Um, I made breakfast um, for my husband, and I just felt like my kitchen was like, I don't know, cluttered, and there was a lot of dishes, and things were all over the counters. So I took about 20 minutes, had my ear pods in, 
to listen to a podcast and just um, clean the kitchen. You know, it felt good. Um, another thing to do, this is a little bit different. I Before I said do a group movie, this one is more personal, which is just catch up on some movies. This is something I've actually been doing over the last few weeks. There has been so many movies that I just feel, I feel like it, it's at different points in my life, I'm really good about seeing movies. And movies are something I really, really enjoy. They're very important to me. And I was not seeing anything new. I would put on an old movie and fall asleep to it. Or I'd put on an old movie when we were all together and just kind of have it on in the background while we were talking. But I wasn't seeing anything new. So since New Year's, I just I put together a list on a post-it. And I've been um, taking off movies and adding movies, uh, you know, going through the movies and then adding more movies. And the movies, I did a review for a few movies over the last few weeks. And this um, week I'm going to tell you about three more that I saw. One is called The Gentleman. This is a movie I did not plan on seeing. Um, I ended up speaking actually to the producer of the gentleman and the thing that I had said to him and this was this was many months ago I said to him because he's also the producer of Hustlers I said I gotta tell you I thought Hustlers was one of the best movies of 2019 like that's a movie that I love if you haven't seen that go watch it it's available on Showtime right now it's with Jennifer Lopez and Constance Wu and a ton of other great actors, great performances. It's sort of like Goodfellas with women, just like right up my alley, like a movie that I, I really loved. There was another movie that came out at the same time that wish it could be Hustlers. It was called The Kitchen with Melissa McCarthy and Tiffany Haddish, actresses that I love. And this The Kitchen totally missed the mark. It just did not have a coherent plot. But, the, but Hustlers was great. And so I was telling him how much I enjoyed Hustlers. And he said, you know, I did a movie called The Gentleman a few months later. And he said, I always thought that The Gentleman was the male Hustlers. So it's been on, in, I had a mental list in my mind of, of wanting to see it. And the preview does not do it justice. The preview makes it look like some other different type of movie the preview preview makes it look like a farce um like a slapstick comedy and it's not it's very a very gangster movie Matthew McConaughey's in it he plays a part very different than um a lot of his other parts and he's he's done so many different things so that's probably not even fair to say but a great part Charlie Hunan from um Sons of Anarchy's in it, and Hugh Grant, who is doing surprising, amazing roles um, lately, um, and just kind of coming back from, I, I don't know, he maybe taken some time off or hasn't been in a lot, but came back in The, um, in the Gentleman, and I thought had this great role, very swarmy, very un-Hugh Grant. It was great. I put it on the other night, and um, I 
could not fall asleep because I was so into this movie. So how I've been falling asleep lately, that's that's saying a lot because I've just been going to bed and just being super exhausted. Um, a movie that I rewatched that I saw many years ago and remembered that I liked, but it seemed like it had a lot packed into it, so I rewatched it, is Hollywoodland. I love movies about old Hollywood, and I'll say this as well. I love Ben Affleck. I think he is such a great actor. He's always very surprising, and in this movie, he plays George Reeves, who was the original Superman in the Superman show from the, let me think, the 50s, probably, and he allegedly commits suicide, but there's a lot behind his death that maybe he didn't, and they just did a really, really good job putting this movie together, and I don't think it's a movie that a lot of people actually have watched, and I highly recommend it. I also watched the documentary Tiger on HBO. Um, I was always sort of annoyed <laughs> by Tiger Woods um, when he first became like very, very popular. It was a time when my husband watched a lot of golf and all you would hear about on a golf tournament, and I wasn't even really watching, so I don't know why, even why I cared, but all you would hear was oh, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods. And if he was having a bad game, they still broadcast his game, and you didn't even see who the winner was. Um, they would sort of just be like, oh yeah, here's Tiger Woods having a bad game, but here's this other guy. Um, we'll cut over to the other guy who's winning and get back to Tiger Woods really quick. So I was just annoyed by that, <laughs> um, that so much focus was put on him. And, um, and I understand he was like a huge fan favorite, like people loved him. And that was really about all I knew. And then he, you know, I knew that he got into some problems where, you know, he was having some extramarital issues and then he had a DUI and it all got very sad and he had a bunch of back surgeries. And, um, so it tells the whole story and it's very fascinating to hear about how he grew up, how his father and mother raised him to be this golf prodigy, like what he went through. Uh, something that I've been thinking about quite a bit is how difficult it must be to be someone like Tiger Woods, where just everyone is like, loves everything you do, like how much pressure that may be. And several months ago, I watched the, um, I don't want to call it the Michael Jordan um, documentary because that's not really it, even though he's mainly featured. It's the Bulls documentary on Netflix, and I can't think of the name of it, but it was an excellent one too. Um, and that documentary was like a 10-parter, and it was fascinating. And so I started thinking about it when I was thinking about Michael Jordan, where I was just like, how do you be this person where you cannot get away from it all. Like, you are always Michael Jordan. You are always Tiger Woods. Like, you just can't go and, like, for example, I went and looked at uh, greeting cards today. And I've had, I mean, this is nothing like, I'm not even trying to compare myself. Um, but there's been times where I've been grocery shopping 
and someone recognizes me and they want to talk about the law and I'm like maybe have a you know one of my children with me or I don't look great you know <laughs> like I don't want to talk to anybody and then I run into someone and they're asking me about their child support and um and I just know have that like little glimmer of not being able to shut it off and I can't imagine always being you know Michael Jordan and when you have a, a bad game or a, you know if you're Tiger Woods and you have a bad golf meet like the pressure that's on you in any event it's a great documentary okay I incorporated my reviews into my list let me take a, I think I might have one or two more things on my rainy day list I sure do um, take a walk when the rain stops or if it's raining lightly I um I love Arizona for how it is when it rains. And I grew up in Illinois and the rain was always so ugly where it would just be gray and rainy for like a month and it just never stopped. And the sky would just be gray. You would not get a glimmer of sun. Arizona may have short periods of time like that, like a day or two, and it's rare but what it often has is like the rain kind of off and on. And then it just has these beautiful clouds. So three times or four times this weekend, um, when it wasn't raining, I took advantage and took a walk. And it was just lovely. Like the air was just so fresh. It was great. So if you have a chance to walk in the rain, if it's not a torrential downpour, or if the rain lets up, do yourself a favor and take a walk. Do something to pamper yourself. I got a massage this weekend. It wasn't on purpose because it was raining, but it sure worked out nice because, um, I will admit it, <laughs> I'm getting old. Like I'm getting old really fast and my um, hip was aching. Like It was telling me that it was going to be a rainy weekend. And to get the massage and to get loosened up a bit, it was great. I also took a nice warm bath today, um, a great, great long shower on Saturday where I did a face mask and um, whatever you can do to pamper yourself, do it. Even if it's just putting lotion on your legs before you go to bed, like enjoy. And the favorite maybe my favorite, favorite rainy day thing is rest. And I was tired. I've been so tired. And I, um, last night I was getting ready to go to bed and my husband wanted me to go with him to the neighbors. And I was like, you yeah, know, well, maybe I'll go in a little bit. And I ended up like laying in my bed and I was sort of like, just kind of reading and just having some quiet time. And my um, grandson, my older grandson, I could hear him crying. And so I went and got him and I brought him in my bed. And my daughter, my other daughter, who's not his mother, came in there and she had a box of Wheat Thins. And he just laid there like a peach eating his Wheat Thins. And I put on his little nursery rhyme show 
And I just watched him. And he just was as cute as can be. And when I put him back to bed, his mom came and got him to put him back to bed. And then after that, I went to sleep. And it was probably 10. And I did not wake up. I think I got up in the middle of the night um, for a quick second. But um, I didn't get up till almost 8, which is super unusual for me. Here's the other thing. That's almost 10 hours of sleep. But I did feel like I really needed it. I just felt blah or something. Just so rest and sleep and take a nap if you have a chance. All right. So that is the podcast for this week. Because I incorporated my book and movie reviews into my list, I will not do a separate one. But you can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my personal page, and you can find me on my law office page. You can also find me on my website at brummerlaw.com. I'm also launched on Patreon. Thank you so much, and I will be back next week. And I apologize, I lied. I thought this would be a 20-minute podcast, and we're at 40 minutes. Have a great week. Talk to you next week.